Okay, so it's uh, it's been a minute, guys. Hello. Hi there. Happy New Year. Happy Christmas. Happy Holidays. Mostly Happy New Year. And uh, welcome back to the Pumpkin Seeds podcast. Um, thank you for your patience. I... I have so many ideas and thoughts I had, I still do, I guess, of the different topics that I wanted to cover um, on the podcast. And the plan was to do one the very first week of January. Um, But I won't lie. Uh, Shit's been weird for me the last couple of weeks. I'm not myself. Uh, And I did a small post on my Instagram about it. uh, And I just kind of thought I'd come on here and talk a little more about it. A little bit more about it because I'm really good at just chalking things up to me being dramatic. But I'm recognizing that there might actually be a little bit more than that going on here. Um, And so today's episode is going to be both a recap of my year 2020 uh, as well as a little bit of a... Dear Diary, from the perspective of a 20-something-year-old. And my hope is that, A, I'm going to get out some of this verbal diarrhea I've got stocked up inside of me. And B, I hope that some of my fellow 20-something-year-olds can relate to some of the things that I'm thinking and feeling right now. And I don't have a plan for this episode. I don't have jot notes down. Uh, I don't really know what's going to happen. I'm not even really feeling like podcasting. Like sometimes I get this urge to rant and that's normally when I turn it on and that's when like stuff just like falls out of my face. Um, I don't have the urge right now because I'm still feeling very much in a funk, but I know I need this podcast to keep going because I love it and uh, it's a good thing that we're doing here and it won't grow unless I keep posting. And so this is me kind of just pretending you guys are my diary and I really hope that that's okay. (laughs) So 2020 recap. What I want to talk about from 2020 is not all the same things that everyone else is talking about. Um, And it's actually from, it sparked from a conversation I had with my sister on the phone a couple of weeks ago. And, and it kind of ties into also why I'm feeling fucking weird. Uh, So part of it, part of what's going on with me is I didn't do much in 2020. Um, I didn't, I started a new job, but only got like so far in the job until it was taken from me. Um, I moved to Ottawa, but then I had to move back home. I had, I got a boyfriend and then I broke up with him. We are back together now, but of course, like just, I digress. Um, and I just like at the beginning of 2020, I thought I had accomplished so many things. I, I was on the road to accomplishing so many things. And I was like, this is this is going to be my year. This is going to be my year to make some moves. I want a career. I want to build a foundation for my life to look after myself. I want to I start doing life. It's just what I wanted to do. So I, I moved out finally again. I started a new job that I really thought was going to be the job to take off for me. I started making new friends. I met a guy. And I was just like really excited going into 2020. And then the pandemic obviously happened and it brought me right back to where I started back with my parents, single, not working, not in school, just kind of like fucking floating around. 
And that was most of 2020. I mean, at the end of the summer, I came back to Ottawa to my job, but I only had a third of the clients that I had when I had left the job in the beginning from the pandemic. And I have not been able to get any of them back since. Uh, I did get into school, but of course, this whole time I've been waiting to get in. I just started this year. So even then, I had to wait until 2021 to start school. And I just like, it was like the week of Christmas and the week after Christmas. And I was just like, I did fucking nothing this year. I did absolutely nothing. I accomplished nothing. And that's really fucking scary. It's really scary because in your 20s, these are the years where you're supposed to be building your life. Not finishing it, but building, laying down the bricks, laying down the foundation for what will eventually be built into your life. Your 20s is where you go to school. Your 20s is where you find your passion, find your career. Your 20s is where you find a partner. Your 20s is where you start finding all of the pieces that will eventually lead you to who you are at the end of the story. And in my generation, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be successful, just like the generation before us. But for us, it's... We expect ourselves to be successful in all areas. So not only should you have a good job, but you should have a job that was your dream job. Everyone needs to follow their dreams. Everyone needs to follow their passions. Everyone needs to follow their hearts while also being successful financially. We all should be spiritual. We should all should be connected to who we are as people and to the earth. We should be well-traveled. We should be well-educated, well-read, well-spoken. We should be interesting. We should be funny. We should be creative. And that's a lot. And I don't think I realized how shitty that algorithm is when you're living in the middle of a pandemic. And I'll tell you why. Because even when everything is closed... Everything is closed. We're told not to leave our homes. We're told to stay inside our houses for months on end every single millennial in their own mind is like this isn't an excuse to not be successful this is not a reason to not move forward this is not a reason to not build something i could be learning i could be you know starting a business i could be reading more i could be starting a podcast i could do whatever it is i need to do to be a little bit more successful to keep moving forward there's never a reason to not follow your dreams and to not move forward that is what us millennials have raised ourselves to believe and with all of the youtube famous influencers all of the instagram influencers all of the online coaches all of the motivational speakers all of the all of the shit we surround ourselves with with socials and just with everything there's multimedias there's there's so many examples of proof that there are zero excuses to not move forward and not be successful and not follow your dreams do you know how fucking exhausting that is how stressful that is, how fucking scary that is. So in the year that I decided in my brain was going to be my year to build my life, a global pandemic hits that sends me back all the way to the beginning of my story. But I still have this millennial mindset 
because of all the fucking Instagram f- influencers I have on my Instagram that quit their jobs and make all their money off of their pictures in their living room or their fucking workouts in their basement, all telling me that all of the things going on in the world are not reasons for me to not move forward. So if I'm not moving forward, whose fucking fault is that? It's mine. And I didn't realize just how much I was holding on to that until I had this conversation with my sister. And the conversation was this. I've been really sad. (laughs) And I'm not a sad person. I'm not a negative person. I'm a very happy, very bright and cheery and positive person. At least I really try my hardest to be. And it doesn't matter what I do or what I say to myself or who I talk to, that bright and cheery person just isn't coming back to me. Even on really good days where I feel good, I'm not Shayna. I'm not the Shayna that I built in 2019. I don't know who this person is and I can't find her again. And I said that to my sister because my sister is very spiritual and she's just very open to energy and she's the kind of person I just feel safe talking to about these things because she almost always says the right thing (laughs) regardless of if it's right or not it's always what I need to hear and I just was like I didn't do anything this year I didn't go to school I didn't fucking build anything I barely worked I didn't make any money I didn't make any money (laughs) I moved back in with my mom and dad the one good thing I did do this year was get back together with Josh. That's probably the only good thing that I did this year. Like productive thing that I did. He's the best decision I've made thus far. Um, and that's basically what we talked about. It. I was just like, besides my boyfriend, I've done nothing of substance. And as someone who prides herself in being like an independent woman, that really fucking stinks. I was like, really? Out of all the things you could have done with all of your quote unquote fucking potential, all you did this year was get a boyfriend? That's all you did? And I was just really feeling like shit about myself. And my sister's like, Shayna, she's like, you might not have done anything productive this year. She's like, so what? You didn't go to school. You didn't work. You didn't save any money. You didn't move forward. She's like, but you, you had so many amazing personal victories this year. She said, Shayna, you grew so much this year as a person. She's like, and if you can't see that, I can. And the people around you can. And she said, and you know, you've got amazing friends. You made great connections. And you're a different person than you were at the beginning of 2020 for the better. So you didn't do nothing this year. You just, this was your year of self-growth, regardless if you can see it, or, see it or not. And I needed to hear that because... Like I keep saying, it's so easy to be negative right now. It's so easy to be negative. And with it being dark all the time and cold and everything closed again, it's really, really, really getting hard for me to find things to be positive about. And so I needed I needed to hear that someone else saw that I did something this year because I can't see anything. And she's right. I did do a lot of growth this year. I did a lot of growth as an individual. Um, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about who I am when I'm all alone. I learned a lot about who I want to be when I'm with people and when I'm alone. And I learned that 
the person I was being when I was with people was not who I actually am when I'm alone. And if quarantine taught me nothing at all, it did teach me to be 100% myself all the time. Uh, and that's something that I preach to my friends and my family and my clients. And I'm very proud of the fact that I no longer feel the need to apologize for who I am or the space that I take up or the noise that I might make, or my opinions, or my thoughts, or my feelings. I no longer feel the need to apologize for it. I'm very much good with who I am as a person. And that's why I am so focused on who I am as a professional or a successful individual. Because part of my personality is I am never satisfied and my ability to remain never satisfied is that once I accomplish something, I no longer care about it and I move on to the thing I have not accomplished. So I needed someone whose opinion I respect to tell me that I did accomplish something this year, regardless of if I wanted to recognize it or not. But since that conversation, it's had me thinking just about this whole pandemic and this whole year and just like, why is this so hard? Why is everybody so sad? Why is this so hard? And I think it's because we've never... I'm going to get myself caught in a thought loop here, but bear with me. We've never been here before, which we all know, right? And whatever age you're at right now, dealing with this, this pandemic, this is your generation's first time doing this and so all the things that our parents taught us about what you do between 20 and 30 all those things aren't really valid right now because when they were 20 and 30 this wasn't happening so we don't have anything to go off of but we also don't have any we don't have 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 any like rule book or or rubric as to what's expected of us and so for someone like me who is very much like I like to have a plan these are the things I expect of myself these are the things I know my parents expect of me these are the things I know society expects of me regardless of if you want to admit that you try to accomplish the things society expects of you you do okay I'm a free thinking person and in my head I still recognize that at some point you know I'd like to get married at some point I'd like to have a family of some sort regardless whether that be children or dogs I haven't really decided that part yet I, I'd like to I'd like to do life right at some point I would like to do life now why is that well because mostly my whole life I've been conditioned to, to believe and think that obviously I'm not mad about that I like the idea is the fact that I like the idea my original thought or something that was planted in me as a child I honestly don't know but I don't care the point being I have this rubric that I was given at a very young age as to what I'm supposed to be doing at 24 but a lot of the things on that list aren't available to me right now, available to me because of roadblocks put up by this pandemic. And if it weren't for my stupid millennial, follow your dreams, there are no excuses, work harder, sleep less mentality, I would be able to just look at that rubric and be like, okay, well, I can't accomplish A through X, so I'll just do X through Z. But the social media mentality that we've created 
for ourselves have left that not an option. So here I am, back at my parents' place, unable to live at the apartment that I was so proud of, away from my new friends that I was making, away from the life that I was building, back where I started, But I have no excuses. I won't allow myself to use those as excuses. I'm like, I still have my phone. I still have Wi-Fi. I still have my laptop. I could be building something. I could be building an empire. This person did it. This person did it. This person did it. Why can't I? And it's like, you know what? I want to be able to let that thought process go without feeling like I'm giving up on myself. Does that make sense? Yes, I want to do a job and a career that fulfills me. But I, I'm also old enough to recognize when I'm trying to force something that just isn't ready for me yet. And I feel like this YouTube, Instagram influencer world has created this weird place where we just force things to happen when maybe... Or we think we need to force things to happen when maybe it's just not our time or it's not right. And I I don't know if any of this is making sense. (laughs) I just feel like I'm 24. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what next year is going to look like. I don't even know what next month is going to look like at this point. And historically speaking at this point is when you should be able to make plans because I'm a young individual. I don't have children. I'm not married and I can plan things out for my life that will happen. I want to go to school. School will take X amount of years. I'm going to graduate from there, get a job. Then I'm going to travel for a couple years. Then I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Then I'm going to blah, blah, blah. But we can't do that right now because we don't know if, you know, the lockdown will be extended another month or two months or if it'll be lifted and then we'll have to all go back to work or if the vaccine won't work and we're all going to be stuck living like this for another year or if it will work and suddenly we'll be able to travel in the next three months and then I don't even know if my particular field will be hiring when I'm done based on if the pandemic has made that area null and like there's so many there's so many moving pieces and there's no control because we've never done this before and nobody fucking knows. And the, the more I watch the news, the more I listen to what's going on, the more I understand that nobody knows what's going on. And you're either honest with yourself and the people around you about that or you're lying. And so now we don't have trust either. So we don't have control and we don't have trust. And those are two very important things that you need when you're building a life. You need control over your decisions and you need trust that if you put in the work, things will happen. And I don't have either of those right now. And I think it's making me sad. (laughs) And I don't know how to make it go away. And... The one good thing that I, or the, the one thing I am good at is I'm good at talking to people and I'm good at sharing with people. And when I'm properly motivated, I'm good at the Instagram thing with the posting regularly and the asking the hard questions and the having the good conversations. But all of that stuff is stuff that 
I do when I feel like myself. And I don't feel like myself right now. And so I'm finding it very hard to do the things that I'm good at because I'm really having a bit of a identity crisis. And it's an identity crisis paired with what's most important for my future right now and what's most important for my mental health and me right now. And I'm, I, I, I'm trying very hard to do all the things that I normally do when like things are going wrong. So like my number one thing is, okay, what, just, just ignoring, if you, if you look at the situation, like, um, like a painting, okay? Ignore all of the pieces of the painting that are the problem and focus on what it is that I can control. In this mess that is my life right now, what can I control? And out of what I can control, what am I willing and capable of doing right now? What am I willing to do and what am I capable of doing right now that will either A, get me somewhere closer to whatever it is I think I want my future to look like or B, make me feel just a little bit better today. What are things I can do right now that will do that? And that's all I can do. And so that's what I'm doing. I started school yesterday and already I feel a little bit more positive. Um, I'm terrified. It's going to be a lot of work. But I'm excited because I have something to focus on and something to feed a piece of my soul that I found over the first quarantine and that I kind of put back on a shelf when things opened back up. Because sometimes the right road isn't always the easiest. And if you're not paying close attention, it's very easy to fall back into old habits. I do that all the time. And so over the pandemic, I learned about myself that I don't like my job. It hurts my heart, the job that I have right now um, at Good Life. It hurts me because it feeds a small part of my soul that loves helping people and teaching people and talking about what I'm passionate about, which is fitness and the gym and health and wellness. I love those things, but it bastardizes it by making it about sales and memberships and money. <laughs> All things that I actually am learning about myself that I really don't fucking care about. Like I've never picked a job based on how much money it, it makes. I mean, when I was 13, uh, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Um, and then when I was 16, uh, I wanted to be a personal trainer. So I don't exactly pick, pick jobs for money. 
And I didn't really realize how sad that job was making me until I left it. And I moved back home and I spent time outside in the sun, uh, working out like 5,000 times a day, just moving my body, feeding my body, reading, visiting with my parents, drinking red wine, dancing on my deck. I did all the things that feed my soul and I was happy. And I found my brain and I found things I like to talk about. I, I, like, I love activism. I love talking about my right to my body and my sexuality and, and individuality. And, and I, I love teaching people to not apologize for who they are and the space they take up and the noise that they make. That's what I love to do. Why? Because I'm fucking good at it. And because it, it feeds this fire inside of me. And I've never felt more like myself than I did this summer talking about the things that I'm passionate about, surrounding myself with like-minded people, and just not fucking apologizing for who I am or my body or what I look like or what I sound like. And then I went back to work, just a little bit. And I just felt that, that piece of me die just a little bit every single day, going back to that job and falling back into old habits. And, and then I got back together with this amazing, wonderful man who is the best thing I've ever done and is definitely my future. But what happens when you do that is you start to rely on someone else to, to love you and you kind of stop loving yourself unconditionally giving yourself love, showing yourself love. When I'm single, I ravish myself. I spoil myself with love and attention. I buy myself presents. I get my nails done. I keep myself tanned and moisturized. I stay hydrated and mind my own business. I am the best person to myself when I'm single. And when I get in a relationship, I don't stop loving myself but I start leaning on my partner too much to show me love. I stop prioritizing my own vanity because I have a man now who loves me and thinks I'm beautiful. And so I want to hear those things from him. And though it's lovely to hear those things from him, and I should, it does not mean that I should stop hearing them from myself. And so... At the end of all of this ramble, what I'm trying to say is I did a bunch of things to move forward. And then I got too comfortable and I fell back into old habits. And now I'm finding myself fighting the exact same battles just to get back to where I was before. But it's a lot harder now because... The issues I was dealing with at the beginning of the pandemic. How do I put this? The pandemic is going to be this constant film of stress and anxiety and sadness over everything in your life. So when you're dealing with regular life problems, they're made that much more difficult to deal with and live through because you, you have this constant ceiling or film that is the pandemic over top of everything else, making everything else seem and feel that much harder or sadder or darker or worse. And so the one thing that I did accomplish in 2020 at the end of the summer was finding this beautiful 
goddess within myself to love and appreciate and to nurture. And I could hold on to that for happiness because I wasn't successful in my job. I wasn't doing anything with my life. I wasn't making any money, but at least I was happy and I was whole. And now I'm back to to not being happy and to, to not feeling whole. And I still am not successful in not making any money. And this is what I mean when I say it's very easy to, to feel negative. But you take all of that and you add to it this, this millennial mentality that we've created. And I just wake up every day disappointed in myself for being weak. For being weak and for being for choosing to be the victim and for throwing myself a fucking pity party because I can do better. I should be better. And I feel like I feel like this is already a hard enough situation as it is. And I just I think I just need to stop fighting it. I need to put the millennial mentality that I've created in my brain to sleep for a little bit and I just need to let myself be sad let myself feel uninspired let myself feel like the world is pulling every plan I've ever created out from underneath me let myself have a have this pity party just sit in it and continue to sit in it as long as I need to but in doing that I will still make sure I get up every day and go back to that painting and just try to find the things I can focus on and the things I can do right now. And if I just allow myself to only worry about those things and not worrying about being happy while I do them, not worry about following my dreams or being passionate while I do them, if I just focus on What do I have control over right now? What can I do right now? Even if it's just to pass the time. What can I do right now that will somehow contribute to my future? Or that will somehow contribute to helping me find myself again? That's all I need to do right now. That's all that is expected of me. So what am I doing? I'm going to school. I'm going to go to class every day and I'm going to throw myself into this program. I'm going to move my body. And I say move my body because I'll be honest with you guys, I haven't lifted weights in probably six or seven days, which doesn't seem like a lot to some of you, but it's a lot for me. Just because I just haven't felt connected to it. So I've been going for walks and I've been stretching and I've been running and I've been going in the sauna and I've been breathing and I'm just going to do those things until I feel like I'm ready to do more. So I am getting up every day. I am walking for 30 minutes. I am sitting in the sauna for 10 minutes. I am breathing for five minutes. I am writing down three things that I am thankful for. And I'm going to school. If I feel like working out or lifting weights, I will do it. If I don't feel like it, I won't do it. 
And I'm just going to do that until I feel like I'm ready to push myself again. Because when I decide to push myself, I'm capable. I am a millennial. That's what we do. We fucking push. But I'm not going to push right now because I'm tired. And I'm really sad. And that's not who I am. So there's something going on. There's something happening inside my body, inside my psyche. There's something going on and I need to listen to it. And it doesn't make me not successful. It doesn't make me a loser and it doesn't make me weak. It makes me smart. Because it's not a race to the finish line. Everything that I want in my life, I will have. I know that about myself. So I need to stop fighting and running and rushing out of fear that at some point I'll, I'll lose everything or I'll, I'll, I'll drop all the balls I've got in the air and I need to blindly trust that I will accomplish everything I want to accomplish in the time I'm supposed to accomplish it. And if right now I'm just supposed to survive this fucking pandemic, then that's what I will do. And I don't need... I don't need to do anything to prove anything to anybody anymore. I just need to look after me. And focus on what I can control. And I can control my grades in school. I can control the way I treat the people around me. I can control control my attitude and the conversations I have with myself in my head. And that's all that I need to worry about right now, I think. So I don't really know what the purpose of this, this episode is. I just felt like you have a lot of noise going on around you. And when I say you, I mean whoever's listening. You've got people who are quarantined at home with their families. You've got people who just had babies. You've got people who are getting engaged. You've got people who are starting their own businesses. You've got people who are still working for the same job. You've got people who are traveling. You've got people who are dealing with this pandemic, however it is that they're choosing to deal with it. And you're only getting pieces of that story but you're taking those pieces and you're using them to compare your current situation or your current story to theirs and I'm going to tell you that it's none of your damn business how anybody else is dealing with this pandemic or living their life and how other people around you are dealing with it or living their life has nothing to do with how you are and it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong so if you don't start a business if you don't start a brand, if you don't become an influencer, if you don't start school, if you don't do anything other than fucking just get up every day and live each day, then that's fine. At the end of the day, what matters is what makes you feel good for you when you're alone and it's just you. Nobody else. I think a lot of our lives are lived very outwards. And I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason. So I'm going to choose to live through the rest of this pandemic 
seeing it as the universe telling us, then we need to stop giving such a fuck about what other people are doing, and we need to just work on our own damn selves. And by our own damn selves, I don't mean how much money you make, or how successful you are, or how interesting you are, or how pretty you are. I just mean, work on who you are. If no one could see you, if no one could know anything about you other than your heart and your head. Work on who you are as a person. Because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that the world can't take from you. Is your thoughts and your feelings. And learn how to find who you are and cherish and love and support who you are and never, ever, ever slack in areas of loving yourself or looking after yourself or spoiling yourself. And that's what I'm working on. My self-love is going to look different depending on the season, depending on what's going on in my life. But at the end of the day, I need to remember that that's the one constant. I am the one constant and I need to remember to prioritize that relationship. Unconditional love is really, really hard. It's hard for the people around you. But unconditional love of yourself is even harder because you can't run away from yourself when you don't like who you are. You can't break up with yourself when the relationship isn't working. You always have to work on it. It's constant work. But I think it's worth it. And I think this pandemic is teaching us that. So that's my verbal diarrhea for you guys. I think I'll leave it there. But if you do anything today, or if you hear this and you're also feeling sad like I am, I want you to just take a couple minutes and think about what you did accomplish. Because you would have had to try not to accomplish anything. Even if it was recognizing that you're really good at puzzles. (laughs) Or recognizing that you're really bad at puzzles. But just allow yourself to think about everything that happened this year and find something to be grateful for and something to be proud of yourself for because there's always going to be something. And choose to focus on the positives. You don't have to be happy. You don't have to be happy. But choose to be positive. And when you're looking at that giant fucking mess of a painting that is the year 2020 and probably the year 2021... I want you to ignore all the white noise, ignore all the problems, all the things that are so easy to be negative about, and find the one thing you can focus on that will help you either move forward in your life if that's what your soul needs, or help you learn to live more in the present, or help you learn to love yourself more, help you learn to accept yourself more. Find the one thing that you can control and that you can do right now to feed any of those things in yourself and just worry about that and fuck everything else. Thank you so much for your patience in waiting for this episode. Thank you so much to anyone who makes it all the way through listening to all of my verbal diarrheas. I appreciate you all. I hope you're all surviving this in some way and I hope that listening to me talk about absolutely nothing 
brightens or at least enlights one person's day today. <laughs> uh, weekly episodes will be coming back, I promise. Welcome to 2021. I am your host, Shana Davy Lynn Blanford, and this was the Pumpkin Seeds Podcast. And we can't forget, even though I really suck at this right now, it doesn't change my slogan, so here we go. As always, your vanity is always, always, always welcome here. And for this episode here is in your own head and in your own heart. I love you guys. Talk to you later.